This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Forever. and Jamie are two best friends and they love sex and the city and they couldn't help but wonder do you love it too? Carrie, Miranda, Samantha, Charlotte, Cosmos, Cheese, so many dudes. every little dude, all the dudes and we couldn't help but wonder with Jamie Lee and Rose Cerno I'm Jamie Lee and I'm Rose Cerno and this is Couldn't, Couldn't Help, Help But, wonder. but wonder, a podcast where we talk about sex in the city and how it relates to, to us. Okay, she's back. Happy to see you. Happy to see you. Love that we are recording finally, the three of us together at last. Um, James, who yeah. are you this week? And I'm basically asking because I want to know about Maine. Okay, well, this week I was probably Charlotte when she's with Trey because I was definitely like little like waspy willow in in Maine. And um, yeah, no, I rented a house for a week. Um, How did you choose Maine? How did you know about Maine as a concept? Great question. You, I mean, when was I, the first time you heard of Maine? I've heard it. I've actually known about Maine for a while now. Okay. Um, but but I but I decided to go there because I don't know. I just heard that it's like beautiful. really beautiful and it kind of feels like its own country in a way. Like mm. I feel like I don't really know much about it, which is why I wanted to explore it. Mm. Um, and then also randomly, Heather Graham was in Maine. Um, a bunch of my friends were able to come and stay at the house, which was really cool. Um, yeah. Who's so Jack actually, voice? Right. So my friend Aaron from high school, that's her husband, Jack. He's awesome. Yeah, he's amazing. And he plays music. And then another friend who came, they also play music. So like everyone was kind of like jamming in the kitchen, which I've never liked jam band music. But when it's happening in your kitchen and it's live, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. You're like, oh, wait, you guys like make this look good. Um, But also the most fun part was on Saturday we had like a proper party and this house is like right on the lake. So we all sat on the dock, like while the sun was setting and I played on my phone, the Dawson's Creek theme song. And like, we played all of these songs from like the early aughts and we were just kind of like jamming out to like Wait, that vibe. That's so cute. It was so fun. It was like so special. I, it was just so like, it felt very iconic and that it was like, okay, we're really coming out of this pandemic. It's a group of us. We're all hanging out. We're listening to music. Like, it just felt like we were all kind of like rising up and like, you know, good things are on the horizon. Kind of I love that. What a blast. Yeah, it was really fun. And then I also I am a little I will say I have a bone to pick with Maine in that <gasps> I do think it's quite difficult to get lobster outside of Maine. And I love that it's like just so special and like hard to come by. 
unless you go to Maine, but it is stressful to if like. If you depend. go to Maine, it's everywhere and it's all good everywhere. Yes. And then you get used to having it as part <laughs> of your daily routine. And now that I'm back in New York, I'm like, the one lobster roll place I knew closed. The other one sucks because they make it with mayo. I'm a like warm meat with drawn butter kind of girl. Ooh, warm so, meat. So, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I just don't know where to get my fix. Jamie, um, here's the thing. I love that you ate lobster like every day there. That's so fabulous. Uh, and like clams. I love mm. a clam. I love a mussel. I love seafood. I, God, do I love it. I fucking love it. I, I like when people are like, oh, I don't like that it like tastes fishy. I'm like, that's the best give part. It. It's the I want to feel like I bit a fucking fish's head off, like from a river, like the Revenant. Like I want it to taste so fishy. Yeah. Salt water and ocean. That's like a fabulous taste. Mm. Agreed, baby. So it sounds like it was glorious and that you made a perfect choice with Maine. It was. It was so nice. I mean, the Airbnb had some quirks, like the TV didn't work in my bedroom, which not like I was wanting to watch a bunch of TV anyway. But it's just one of those things where like when things are broken in the house, you're like, oh, OK, I'm going to like take note of that and probably like let them know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, also there was like no air conditioning and it was really was it hot, hot for a few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there were some there were some things, but. Otherwise, all in all, great experience. And is it lake swimming? Do you swim in the lake? Yes, we swim in the lake. lake And then our neighbors had a trampoline on the lake. And we like kind of illegally used it? it. You tramp into it. Oh my God, that's so special. And I did paddle boarding. I did paddle boarding, which was really fun. Although um, the wind was like pretty aggressive that day. So I kind of was getting like swept away. And I had to be (laughs) at work on Zoom in like... (laughs) 30 minutes and I was like if I fucking show up to work because I was like in a paddle boarding like wind incident I I just I was like that is just like the whitest dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life so sorry the wind blew me deeper into the main lake (laughs) exactly I was like this is so embarrassing but yeah I did get to work on time even though you know there was sort of a treacherous morning wait that's so sexy that you get to like paddle board before work yeah. Oh, I was really into swimming before work. And then That's we also hot. went into Portland, Maine, which can't recommend enough. It's I so heard it's beautiful. It is like so special. It's kind of like a tiny little Dublin meets Copenhagen. Wow. It's just like so cute, like cobblestone streets. What was the town you were in called? Um, it was called Standish. Huh. I never it's heard kind of, it. of rural. You wouldn't. It's like kind of in the middle of nowhere, but it's mm. like 30 minutes outside of Portland. And then. Mm. Um, we also went to Kennebunkport one day, which is like sort of like the wealthy, like mm. port little town. Be- beautiful. And cute, beautiful. Yeah. Gorgeous, huge houses. Yeah. So we saw that. It's just, yeah, it was very fun. We saw like all the different types of Maine from like the rural to the sort of like. It sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. It sounds like it. It really was. Um, who, who were you this week? Who was I this week? Um, are any of them lazy? Mm. I can't think of any. There's that episode where Carrie dates Wade, and they and she gets a little she gets a little lazy in that episode. Yeah, the pothead. Yeah, I might be Wade this week because I start uh, a new writing job on Monday. So exciting! Very excited. And I I have other projects that I'm still working on, but I just wasn't in the mood to work. I was like, I know I'm about to work exactly. (laughs) I was like, I know I'm about to work really hard, so I did a lot of like. Laying and reading. And I also did stuff that wasn't lazy. I did like a deep clean of my apartment. Oh, and, all right. You know, uh, I just took a week off 
basically. So good. That's the best feeling when you get a new job and you're like, I can fucking chill for a second. I know. I, I, I honestly feel a little conflicted because our showrunner wants us to be in person, which I think is great. But um, the, wait, are you starting in person? No, we're starting on Zoom, but then yeah. we're hopefully getting to in person. Right, 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 right. That's the same um, situation I'm in. Yeah. And so there's a part of me that's like, should I rent a hotel somewhere or should I go to Portland, Oregon and work from Portland for a couple of weeks before we have to be? I just am yeah. kind of like there's a part of me that's like, I'm going to absolutely have to be in person right. soon. This, this is, is sort ugh, this of is exactly last. what I just went through with Maine. It's the same thing. I was like. I can be in Maine and work. I'm just a little nervous that what if everyone gets drinks and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in Oregon and I don't want to like miss any important bonding or something. So I don't know. I don't know exactly what to do. And then two of my closest friends are going to be here for two weeks. They live in Vancouver Mm. now. So I'm like, it'd be a weird time to be like, oh, my best friends are in town that live in another country. I'm going to go somewhere where I don't know a soul. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would feel it out. I know with our room, I was surprised at how many people were in different places. Yeah. Like, I thought I was the only one in New York. It's like, no, there are like three other people in New York. One person was like on a farm in Maryland this week. Like, people are really leaning into the fact that they do not have to be in person more so than I ever expected. I mean, I kind of feel like also with our careers, it's like I'm not going to be able to take a vacation at least until November. And by then it'll be cold. So part of me is just like, get out, girl. But I don't know. I don't know. I just we'll see. TBD. We'll see. Yeah. See. Also, do you know who else is writing on it? Did you already find out? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay. Or is yeah. anyone based anywhere other than? No, you know, it seems like everybody's in LA. LA. The, only, the only thing that's pretty good about staying home is that after that whole back Michigas, I invested in like, I have a Herman Miller chair and this like ergonomic desk, desk oh, nice. setup. Yeah. So if I do have to sit for like four or five hours, yeah, I'm like, you're going to be happy you have that. I think so. Instead of just some like random hotel room or something. Sure. Yeah, who makes sense? I don't know. These are like wild champagne problems. Everybody's not like unsubscribed. Yeah, but it's good to it's good to think about it, though. I mean, I think a lot of people are, you know, I think that if you are able to work remotely, these are things that do come up. Yeah, it's kind of like taking advantage of every other time I will have to be in L.A. I mean, if I'm working on a show, period, unless it's like Atlanta or something random. I will say too, like, uh, you know, because I was working when I was in Maine. And at first I was like, oh, it sucks. I fucking work on vacation. But then like when you rap for the day, you're like, I can go get drinks. Like I'm with my friends. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is, it was kind of, it's kind of like, yeah, it was kind of a hybrid vacation. (laughs) That's cool. I like that. It's like a workcation. I love it. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously. And six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, well, guys, I wasn't here last week, but I am here this week and ready to talk about Sex in the City 2, part 2 of the discussion. So the next part of SATC 2 opens with Carrie and Big making it back to the city where it turns out they made a serious move. They're in a new unit in the same building as Carrie's old apartment. The place is decked the hell out. They even got a couch that had a year and a half long wait, which Big isn't really respecting. Carrie tells him to take his shoes off of it. 
Over at Stephen Miranda's, Brady's all grown up. He's in second grade and he's competing in his high school science fair. Steve asks Miranda if she can make it, but she says she has too much to handle at work. Steve thinks that she should find a new job. Also, Miranda doesn't like her new boss. She's not very happy there. But Miranda waves him off. Her shitty new boss isn't going to beat her. But in a meeting later, her boss is a dick again. So she just up and quits. And she makes it to Brady's competition right in time to see him win. And everyone's really surprised to see Miranda actually at a school function. Also, that boss was played by Ron White. Yes, oh it's God, so, so strange as just like a tiny, tiny cameo. Isn't to get... that the only time we see him in the whole movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's the whole. They, That's, yeah. They must have filmed so much more. And he was probably like, what the fuck? Why did I say like two lines? <laughs> um, but he was riffing. Okay. He had a lot he of was. funny stuff as her dick boss. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was like almost fully cut out of the movie. Anyways, Charlotte, meanwhile, witnesses quite the scene at her place as Aaron, the nanny and Harry give baby Rose a bath. Rose sprays Aaron with bath water, completely soaking her T-shirt and showing off her brawless chest. Over at Carrie's, she checks out her new book, a memoir about her marriage, when Charlotte calls to talk. Charlotte trusts Harry, but she still feels threatened by this nanny. As she talks, Lily makes a mess with some frosting, all building to her slapping her dirty hands on Charlotte's vintage skirt, Charlotte ducking into the pantry to cry, and Aaron showing up to help. You know, I have to say, now that I... Uh, see my sister with two kids. This feels very real. Just like mm-hmm. ducking into the pantry to cry. Um, it is totally real. I will say like it is a hundred percent. It is very real. It's also just so funny, though, that like it's like, oh, it's Charlotte, amazing. Charlotte it's is like left alone with her children for literally like 30 <laughs> seconds and has a full fucking meltdown. And she does have a nanny who comes and helps and saves her immediately. Like, no, you're absolutely so right. So many women just have to deal in that scenario no, like and like mothers are like six figure kids. it out. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, like Charlotte's like, I can't take it. The cupcakes. And then it's like, <laughs> no worries. I got you. Like Aaron just is there to support her. You're absolutely right. That's it's so true. Hilarious. Also, I was like, oh, my God, this is the whitest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the like mo- most like one percent white thing i've ever seen in my life i know it's so true also i have to say i don't know if i'm like just saying this because i want this to be true or if it is even though aaron is like a monster hottie and she like has a wet t-shirt contest in the bath even though harry's like smiling and laughing it also doesn't seem like lascivious or i don't know how to say that word it 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 also seems like he's just kind of laughing with the whole situation. It doesn't really feel like he's like, God, I can't wait to fuck you later or anything. No, he's like such a good. Doesn't it just, just kind of feel like I want he's everyone just, to marry laughing Harry. And, I think they, I think they, I hit, to your point, I think they hit on that later where like a lot of this, a lot of what's going on with Charlotte is she's stressed about her, about the kids and she's like building, she's building Cases. scenarios. Yes. Exactly. And um, I agree with you. I think she's reading into something that's like, they got a little messed up while washing Rose. Like it's not yeah. a big thing yeah, that she's freaking out. Yeah. Um, so Samantha gets a call at her office from Smith. He's shooting a poster for a movie in Abu Dhabi and he wants her to come to the New York premiere. They haven't seen each other in a while. So Samantha says, okay, later that night, big and Carrie celebrate their anniversary at home. Carrie gets big a vintage Rolex and big gets Carrie. 
a flat screen TV so they can watch old movies together in bed. It's so funny how much that offends her. <laughs> Carrie is funny. so angry. It's not like he got her a washing machine or something. Yeah. <laughs> she really hates it. Um, she's so offended. They're already staying in more than they used to, and the TV's a bad sign. Carrie and Samantha discuss. Before we go to the clip, I think we just have to re... We have to just re-hit on something that's framing this entire movie, that Carrie and Big bump into some strangers who are big fans of hers, and the strangers are extremely disturbed by the fact that Carrie and Big don't plan to have kids, and it really messes her up. It's almost the whole impetus to to her story is that they say oh it's just going to be the two of you and it like throws her into this frenzy where she feels like if we are not hitting the clubs hitting the art galleries hitting the new restaurants every day if we start getting point if we then which i think is this big huge thing that i think is unfair that skylar and i talked about last week that i think is just important to just bring up as a framing for Carrie's POV in this movie is this idea that people take on where like, if you don't have kids, you need to have an excuse for not having Mm -hmm. them. That's right. And you need to be doing something really big so that it's justified as opposed to like, you can literally sit on the couch and order takeout and not have kids. You don't have to be living this like gigantic life. Like you don't have to be like going to space or something. Like there's this thing of like, it's almost like, um, it's like, well, what like what is going to fill that like gap? What's going to fill yes. like what's going to fill that hole in your relationship? And it's like just the fact that 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 the notion of like a woman or a relationship being complete once children are in the mix is it, it's such a slippery slope. Like, obviously, I don't have children. It's literally but I do harder think I, on marriages. I do. Like, yeah, it is. And I do think they want them. Right. But I, yeah, I do think I want them, but I, uh, there's no part of me that's like, well, once I have kids, like my whole, my whole universe is going to be filled. It's like that, a lot of that still has to come from within. I don't think that anything, whether you're in a, a relationship where it's just the two of you or you have children, like, I think that kids add a completely new, amazing dimension but I, I think that the, the fullness that has to come from within. I, I agree. Think, same with people who who are like, I'll just like, I won't have kids and I'll just have a career. It's like, okay, well, if your career really fills you and your life feels fulfilled, go for that. Like, absolutely choose, choose your choice. Um, but I, I think, think a lot of this carry off. I think it's, yeah, it's throwing her off. I think instead of being like, we're happy, we don't have to like all of a sudden pivot to like, have this like, well, uh, we saw four Broadway plays this week and yeah. it's like, you can just literally sit on the couch. I think she's really getting. So so a lot of her paranoia that throws them into fighting is based on that one comment from that couple that's like sends her spinning. So we can go to the clip right. now. I just wanted to con- contextualize. That's right. Can you get me and Big invited to Smith's premiere? Oh, yeah, sure. Good. I think we need some glamour. You know, the television and the ordering in, it's just getting a little too Mr. and Mrs. Married. You'll have a good time. Yeah. Mm. Look at that. Very nice. It is a fabulous dress for the premiere. What's the worst thing they could say about me in this dress? Uh, who the hell does she think she is? Just went to the top of my list. So, um, you and Smith, 
You're going to this premiere together as, um... Oh, honey, just friends. But I may throw him a fuck if I like the movie. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. That should take the edge off the reviews. Carrie! I haven't seen you here in forever. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been, uh, cheating on fashion with furniture. <laughs> so what can I help you with? That's well, cute. we need to find a red carpet look for my friend Samantha here. And I think we found it. Is that maybe a little young? Ugh. So I don't know. Exactly how old do you think I am? Oof. And not that it matters, but I am 50 fucking two and I will rock this dress. I'll get Just you a changing room. So Carrie, how's the writing going? Are you still working for Vogue? Freelance. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> you had to do that to her? Well, how else is she gonna learn? Oh, and speaking of Vogue, they want you to write a piece to accompany the release of your book. Oh, great. Has there been any lonely press reaction to the book yet? Oh, not yet, but I'm sure it'll all be fabulous. I have to say, there's some good writing in this. I love I'm Cheating on Fashion with Furniture. So funny. And there was another good one that I forget. There are yeah. a couple of good ones. Yeah. What else? I is... like this scene. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I thought it was great. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say about it because it's not that dramatic. It just feels like... I, the one thing I did not like, I did not like how Carrie was like, did you have to, like, throw... Like, did you have to cut the sales lady down? It's like, yeah, Carrie. That's uh, true. That was insanely fucking rude. Yeah, that's right. You're and right. why are you on taking that the side of woman's side? Bitch. Yeah. It's like taking Who? the side of the saleswomen and pretty woman. Like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, uh, sorry, like, what team are you playing for here, Carrie? Actually, you're absolutely right. It's like, it's total ageism. It's like, okay, so this incredibly empowered, cool, sexy woman wants to buy a dress and you're telling her what's appropriate? That's yeah, so also, conservative. Like, also, first of all, that woman was not that young. The, the woman who said that was probably, what, early 40s, late 30s? So also, there's that. And then it's also like, yeah, I just, the whole thing, I was like, wait, like, that is so rude. Samantha's like so hot. Yes. My friend who's a Samantha's uh, getting like hotter and hotter. I don't know what's going on. She looks so beautiful in this movie. Holy listen, shit. My friend who's a hairstylist always tells me it's not about because people will come in asking him for haircuts and say, I want to look young. Mm. I want to look younger. What's a young haircut? And he goes, it's not about looking young. It's about looking great. It's that's it. It's forget the young. Just look fucking great. And it's like, yeah, she God, looks I great. Yeah. Um, I have love to say, that. I saw I went to the Hamptons once with my sister. She had this really like rich mentor that took us to some like fabulous party. Mm. And Kim Cattrall was there mm. and she was so fucking stunning. And she definitely had a boyfriend oh who was like 20 years younger. But like she's like it. legendary like yeah mm, um I, I totally agree with you you should wear whatever you want and feel great about it also i posted something onto my instagram that i saw today that i think is pertinent to this discussion which mm. honestly it's on the stories but it should go to the grid somebody named alexa ray at alexa ray r-a-e oh then, wait is this a retweet from me Oh, I yeah. posted this. Yes, this is your retreat. Amazing. Amazing. And it says myth, men age better than women. Fact, men are allowed to age, women are not. This is a retweet That's from right. Jamie. And it's like just pertinent to this thing. It's like, I mean, I took a picture with my grandma recently and she's like 91 and I'm 37 and she's hotter than I am. <laughs> so it's like age doesn't matter. It really doesn't. And especially as I get older, I'm like, oh, I start to think every I think people look good at all different ages. Like, I think when you're younger, 
you're just so afraid of what getting older means that your lens is like skewed into believing that you only think young people are good looking or something. And then as you get older, you're like, oh, no, like the whole notion of look good at any age is real. Like people can look good at any age. You also have to be careful with certain friends. Like I have some very close friends who I think are very ageist towards themselves. Even towards themselves and like, we'll be like, oh, we're old or like, and I, I, I hate have those that. friends too. I, I hate, hate that, that energy. Shit. It's like, don't lump me in with your, I hate like, that. Yeah. And it's like women in their forties and fifties are insane looking. Like, what are you talking about? Like, oh yeah. Also at the end of the day, all it takes to be good looking is rich. As long as you're rich, you can be hot. You can get a personal everybody, trainer. Everybody get rich. I mean, th- that's a Here's main life. I'm just saying it's a lot it's less Rose's about fashion age. tip, yeah. I'm, it's true. It's not no, fair. I, I, I it's not, it's not but fair, but it's, it's true. It's not politically correct, but it's a lot less about age than it is about resources. I mean, I, I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, it's like if you can, like, get, like, a weird magical potion from an ancient sea snail that, like, you put on your face and it turns you into a child, then you look good. You know what I mean? It is so true. Okay, jumping back in, Jamers. So later at Carrie's, Big shows up with takeout again, but it's the night of Smith's big premiere. So Carrie needs him to rally. She wants to go to this premiere. She pours him a drink. She drags him out. When they arrive, Samantha is dealing with her own headache. She and Miley Cyrus wore the same little dress. Miley, ever the pro, owns it and wraps her arm around Samantha for photos on the red carpet. Also, by the way, the dress looked great on Samantha. I know. I'm like, this is that storyline made me sick. Yeah. Her body's <laughs> yeah. on fire. Like, there's no problems here. There's actually no problems. I'm not seeing the problem. So at the after party, Samantha and Smith chat with one of Smith's producers, Sheik Khalid. He gushes over Smith, but Smith says Samantha should get the credit. The Sheik is impressed. He'd love Samantha to visit the UAE and maybe do PR for one of his hotels. Carrie, meanwhile, complains to Stanford about Big's obsession with staying at home. When Stanford points out that Big seems to be having a good time, he's chatting up a woman at the bar across the room. Carrie heads over and Big introduces Carrie to Carmen, a VP at the Bank of Madrid, played by Penelope Cruz. I said Penelope. Played by Penelope Cruz. (laughs) Carrie Cruz. It's Cruz. Carrie pulls him away, and she and Big have it out at their place later. If they're not having kids, their relationship can't just become watching TV and quote-unquote losing their sparkle. Big is not sure what's happening, but Carrie is still frustrated. Honestly, that was such a triggering scene for me because... Anyone who's been in a long-term relationship. Oh, no yeah. How, I thought that, that was pretty. I thought it was a really good scene. Yes. No matter how great your partner is and how awesome your relationship is, at one point in your relationship, your partner will be chatting up a Penelope Cruz lookalike at a bar. I had the same time. thought. It happened. I was like, this is real. It this is. is going to happen. It is. And it's like, obviously, he loves Carrie. He's not trying to have an affair. I know. It doesn't matter. It's so I just am the kind of person where it's like, I know that stuff doesn't mean anything, but I hate it. It's Oh, and it's also like horrible. it goes both ways. Like if you're in a long term that you're going to end up talking to some of like course. hot dude and like they're going to make you feel good for a second. And you're going to be like, course. oh, I haven't felt this good since blah, blah, blah. It sucks. It sucks know. to know that I hate it's watching coming. It. I know. I hate <laughs> watching it. I hate knowing that there's no way around it. It will happen. It will throw you for a loop. And it depends on how insecure loop. you are. Because if you're really insecure, totally. I know there were times for me where I was like, 
would you just rather be with her? Are you happier <laughs> with her? It's like, what are you talking about? You fucking psycho. But that shit really right. gets me. I don't oh, like that yeah. stuff. No, it was, it was a hard watch. Oh. I thought that was a hard watch. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, now you're having a good time. Now you want to be out. <laughs> also, like, I'm so, okay, we can, let's flag though, like in Carrie's defense and like, well, honestly, no one's wrong in this situation. Right. Like, Big's just trying to be nice to a coworker. Carrie's feeling a little insecure, but also she's being pretty cool. Like no one's really doing anything. No, like, Carrie wasn't. No one's doing- taking big. No one's taking big swings. But no, no, but not at all. It was when she walked up, and this is just comedy writing. But when she when she walked up to the conversation, Big was saying something like, "Yeah, you know, it's tough when it goes up or something." Yeah, they're doing something like a dick joke. But it was an innuendo. But the market also, goes up. It's stock hard. market jokes yeah, about his dick. Stock yeah. market joke. And then he closed though. He closes the conversation with being like. And I'll let you know if it goes back up. And she's like, oh, he's funny. And I was like, oh, this time he really was like doing it, leaning into yeah. the dick. Thing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it actually I mean, guys, I it pro- unless people are watching this along with us, you won't know what we're talking about. And I'm not even. I no, you will. Dare suggest will go back and rewatch. But like. Yeah, it, it is a weird. It is weird. Like it starts innocent and then it ends fucking weird. He Wait, it's it also weird. it's also That's yes, because right. it's also a funny. It's funny for him to make that innuendo because the implication is that like, look, I'm having some erection dysfunction and like <laughs> maybe down the road it's gonna go my way and I'll let you know. Wait, that's so funny. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. His flirtation is that he has a tough time getting it up. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is a funny observation. That is yeah. So I don't think the writers were aware of that. That's no, really, that is really hilarious. hilarious. That's that is hilarious. He's like, I've never, <laughs> never been softer. He's talking about yeah. like the ball for his company's. That's the thing about this movie. Is this movie. This movie has problems, but there are certain things like this scene of like. I want us to go out more and your partner doesn't and then you go out and then they're chatting with somebody pretty and you're like, okay, it's time to go home now. Like that's just leave time to incredibly real. I know. Um, The next morning, Carrie heads up to her old apartment to get some work done. Big calls her when he wakes up and she says she's going to stay there for a few days to bang out a piece for Vogue to promote her new book. She's kind of like giving him the equivalent of the silent treatment. She's like, oh, well, I'm going to leave and that'll create some sparks. Big asks if everything is okay, and she says it is, but there's definitely tension in the air. And it's actually interesting, I just have to say, because throughout this entire movie, the tension is never fully released because she never really admits to him that the reason that this whole thing threw her off was that conversation and that Mm -hmm. she's a little insecure that they're not having kids. It's kind of interesting that, like, that just open, like, let me just really tell you where this is coming from, actually never gets called out. That's right. That's In- right. Interesting. I also wanted to flag just off of the off of that conversation we were having last time, Rose, about the wealth porn on display. What's happening with Carrie and Big is so it kind of bizarre in this section where it's like it they've moved to a new very lavish apartment in oh, so in the building she has just her old place where which is now like a little writer's note like, yeah, no, like no 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 this is a classic, classic relatable thing classic yeah. relatable thing of too many new york apartments we've got first a penthouse in the flat iron we've got yeah. these two we have a, a half of a brownstone we can yeah. we circle back to the justification for why they moved into another apartment why did they I, it, it really could not clear. have been I, the only thing I can think of is like something came up where they couldn't use the practical. It was a practical set 
for the first movie oh. and they lost it. Oh, but even then, could they not recreate it? That's but so she goes. True. That's where she goes to write. She does no, write in her old. Pl- no, oh. no, no, no. Oh, they don't the have Big's place. Penthouse. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So what? I, I, I don't. I just. I'm like, I don't know. What, There's, the, okay, so just I just want to flag this. The justification. No, the justification for I just want to no, let's okay. So we're setting aside that she goes to her old old apartment to write. Fine. But the justification was that they wanted to be a little closer to the ground. Did Why? You, did you pick yeah. up on that? Fabulous. <laughs> yeah, she moved twelve floors down. Yeah, she I don't moved really because they want because they felt so. She's basically saying we felt too hoity-toity being in the penthouse, <sighs> which so is we so decided her. to move twelve floors down in the same building to an also large apartment. That is the fucking dumbest <sighs> justification That's for so moving true. apartments. Like, they should have been like, we had a rat problem. Turns yes. out, just because you pay however point million whatever dollars, you're still gonna, you can't, like, out, you can't buy your way out of, like, the New York rat problem. Like, there's so many funny ways to, like, Agreed. talk a thousand about percent. moving. I was like, that is such stupid shit. I have never heard anything dumber. That's also completely correct. That's a great observation. And I also have to say, like, let's look at these characters. Carrie and Big have a problem being in a penthouse. I, I, I mean, that's can you their even? whole deal. No, I, I can't even imagine them being anywhere other than a penthouse. Like, what? What is going on? Unless there's like a focus group or something who was like, I didn't like in the first movie that they lived in a penthouse. It felt unrelatable, and so they're like, okay, here's a weird backdoor moment of humility that these two people with no humility happen to have like that's what the show the show is not about humility it's aspiration it's about watching people that have things that are glamorous that are doing things that you don't do that's the fun of it i think right they also didn't it's like they still live in manhattan they didn't move to like fucking poughkeepsie with like working class people we went to bay ridge we opened up a butcher shop and i got a couple kids but i also agree that like there's no harm in like so sorry for that accent actually i'm sorry for you guys it was it was cute it was bad but i but i was gonna say there's also like i agree that the show is very aspirational it's all very wealthy people dealing with champagne problems primarily but there's no harm in just the littlest bit of legwork to justify what's going on rather than being like oh we needed to move yeah they did no work also what was the point that was one of the craziest reasons i've ever heard yes also what did it buy them what was the point like what story stuff did they get from doing that it would have been funny if they're like well big has deep unrest within himself so it turns out that he can't stay in an apartment for more than one year before he starts to spiral out <laughs> yeah, he has, a, sick, he like has a sickness yeah he has a sickness i mean i know people like that who are constantly moving like because they just can't confront the the you know whatever turmoil within so they just keep moving to think that like oh i just need to change i need to change i need to change and it's like no, you're not doing the work. So, like, it's always going to feel like this is not the right place for you because your heart is not the right you got place for you. Yeah. yeah. The thing, it, uh, to answer your question, Rose, the thing I think it eventually buys them on a story level, though, is just the two days apart thing, which I... <laughs> but, oh, right, because she goes yeah. to her... Right, right, right. Wait, but, you know, they could have no. kept that. They what do you kept mean? That. They could have kept They've always had her apartment. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, but having having the two apartments that Carrie goes to to write in, it's when they have like a little mini separation, basically. And no, that's but Jamie's the thing that saying that, that they no, no, no. That she always had that. They place. They always so. had that place. Yes, that's true. No, you're right. But you're, you're right. saying yeah, it's in I the don't... same building. Maybe they thought it was like convenient Wait, or something. Again, I don't think it makes sense. No, guys, <laughs> I, 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 Skyler, why really did you write that in? I'm so sorry. I feel I, like you just did, like, you just defended, like, the sales lady over <laughs> Samantha, and, yeah, like, yeah. honestly, I don't appreciate I'm it. Like, so, Skyler, this is almost as bad as the meeting on the bridge wasn't romantic. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, oh God, I, I'm so fired up about it. Okay, let's keep going. So the next day, Carrie meets the core four for lunch where Samantha has news. She's taking the sheik up on his offer to check out Abu Dhabi, but she had one condition. The core four had to come along. Everyone agrees, but Charlotte, who's still a little nervous about Harry and the hot nanny situation. But Samantha insists, and that is that. Back at Carrie's later, she wraps up her Vogue piece and big calls again. He made them reservations. So Carrie puts on her iconic newsprint dress and they head to dinner. It ends up being such a great night that it inspires big. What if they made two days apart a regular thing because they hadn't seen each other for a couple days and then they do this date that's really fun. Right. So actually, he's trying to problem solve, in my opinion. I, I, I thought it was romantic. I, I thought I he thought was, was trying like, to be agreed. sweet. And I he, did too. She, I thought that. Yeah. Yes. yeah but I liked that. They just I love that discussion. They Me had. too. Anyways, keep going. So he could get a place to do what he wants. She could do what she wants. And it could be a win win. Carrie isn't sure, but they talk it over and she says she'll think about it. I just have to say that he brings it up because he cares about the relationship and he can tell that she's upset and he's trying to. And it worked. It worked. They had a fun date night. They fucked without the TV on. Like things are good. So he's just saying he's just trying to help. Could make it a little spicy. I think it's. Uh, I think listen, it's a great plan. I fucking love it. Listen, he wouldn't need that because he's happy to be cozy and relaxed. But obviously, but she isn't. That's so yes. scary to her that he's like, if it scares you for us to just have a night in, then go do your own thing because I need to have those. That's part of like relaxing. Yes. And if you don't want to yeah. see that because that's like triggering, then just go somewhere. Yes, agreed. So the core four head to their first class flight to the UAE. The plane is lavish. They get dates, hot towels, and their own mini suites. As they settle in, Charlotte grabs Miranda's Us Weekly. It's covered with a sleeping with the nanny front page story, which she has to read. I do have to say, like, yeah, the movie is dumb, but there are things that I appreciate about it. For example, the first class flight, that was fabulous. I loved that. Like, I like watching people get like wildly pampered, like in a very sickening capitalist way. It's so, yeah, I know. It just like you just feel like you're at the spa with them. It looks so relaxing. So once Mm -hmm. they're in the air, the core four head to the in-flight bar. I mean, in-flight bar. Yeah. (laughs) Sign me up. Big and I are thinking about taking two days a week apart to do our own thing. Is everything okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just something we're talking about. You know, he would get two days off to do his things, and on those same days I would do my things. You know, like um, like write or um, have dinner with you guys or, uh, I don't know, whatever. Love it. I'm available. Two days off, you make marriage sound like a job. Well, it may not be a job, but it's work. Well, would that mean that you would have two nights off, too? Mm-hmm. Where would you sleep? Well, he's going to stay at my old place, and I'll stay at our new place. I loved that time when Steve and I knew we were together, but we still had our own places. That was the best of both worlds. I just think marriage is two people 
Night after night, sleeping in the same bed. You have four people in your bed. Mm. <laughs> I've had four people in my bed. Mm. No? Well, ladies, I am going to slap on a patch of melatonin and have a seven-star <laughs> snooze. I will see seven you in the oh Middle East. Oh, my God, I love um, that. Tous vi à la chair. It means good night. Hanji. I'm sorry. Explain it again. Just, what is it really about? Um, Big and I are just trying to make our own rules. You know, figure out what works best for us as a couple, not what society says should work for us. Oh, okay. Charlotte, we're adults with no children. We have the luxury to design our own life. Doesn't it hurt your feelings that he would want time off? <laughs> you just don't get it. You know what's interesting about this conversation is it's actually cool. Like, it actually is cool to think about your relationship in a way outside of like, okay, we've all been raised in a box to think inside this box. And I think it's very cool and smart to, to say, you know, listen, Charlotte, like we're thinking of doing it differently. The only problem is it's coming from a fear place instead of like a creative, excited place on Carrie's yeah. end. And she's not and it's not even mutual. Like Big isn't the one who has the problem. Big doesn't need time away from her. The way that Carrie's explaining it, she's making it sound like and then Big could do his thing he needs. Big doesn't need time away. She's the one that's being weird. And she's Yeah, not. you you created this. That's the thing. This is all this is all because of you feeling unsatisfied and mad that he was like watching television and relaxing. Right. And so even the way she's talking about it to me, it's interesting. I don't want to go too much into it, but I'm writing something with a character who's a little delusional about her behavior and relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us can be that way. Like everyone has been that way at some point. And this is an example of Carrie not being delusional. Like, oh, she's a crazy person. But like, even the way she's describing it to Charlotte, she's making it sound mutual. Like Big and I need this little thing because we're both in this thing. And it's actually not what's happening. It's I'm having a bit of a meltdown and Big really loves me. So he's trying to like accommodate and like throw right. out ideas that'll make me happy. But she can't explain it that way. Because she doesn't see it that way. What do you think? It's so interesting. Like what? I find it interesting that she is not talking about her own unrest right. a little more right. with her friend. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like Charlotte would actually have some really good advice. Like I think Charlotte would be really useful in it, this scenario. It actually like, feels realistic, though, because a lot of people are insecure about their insecurities and like don't, oh totally even their closest friends they don't tell them these things weirdly like that's true when something is something that you really feel insecure about sometimes you can't even like breathe a word of it but sure yeah it's interesting because i feel like i guess has carrie been notoriously self-aware what do we think no, no 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 so this is in line with that she's I not really so. self-aware she doesn't yeah because I, I think I, I'm, I'm only saying I would like for her to know this about herself because I'd be curious what Charlotte's advice would be if she had all the information. I agree. But instead, I agree. it kind of becomes like a, a war of lifestyles. And that's not really what it's about. It's about how do you make it work when do you ever have moments where you want time off? Like, how do you deal with it when you have two children, especially like 
how do you how do you how do you do it? Like you and Harry have a great relationship. Like what, you know, like what does it take? What are the ingredients? Yeah, that's exactly right. Because she's saying, doesn't it hurt your feeling that big needs two days off? And it's like, no, 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 he doesn't actually. He and that's, actually is completely happy. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Um, and I think you're right. I think they would be really understanding, but it's actually weirdly realistic in my opinion, that Carrie never tells her best friends. I think I'm insecure. I think I know that I don't want kids, but I feel weirdly insecure about it. And I feel like yeah. I have to justify it to myself and others by having this like right. extraordinary anti-mame life. But I think it's realistic that she can't say that. Cause I think a lot of times we actually can't verbalize how we feel, but in, I think that's realistic to how people actually behave in real life. The thing is, I think what the show has done in the past is Miranda is the voice of, Hey, Carrie, you're doing this thing and this is why you're doing it. But in this movie, for some reason, Miranda is not that intuitive. She's being a little beta. Yeah. Yeah, she's being a little beta. Um, I totally agree. I yeah, I also I just really want I would love just like a Charlotte spinoff movie that just like explains in detail <laughs> how her and Harry make it work. Like, I want to know the ins and outs of their relationship. I want to know everything. I want to you know, know what? But you know what, Jamie? It's only been a few years. It's not 15 years in. They're like three years in. They immediately That's had children. True. You know, and they true. have so much help. They that nanny is there all the time. And you know what though? I do have to say, I do think some couples are just obsessed with each other. Like my sister and brother-in-law, they've been yeah. together for what, four years? Maybe. And it five? hasn't like dwindled, you don't think? They are really obsessed with each other and like I love that they really love being together like they mm, barely care that. about being around anyone else <laughs> like it's so sweet though. yeah i think it's just how some people are i love that okay so that brings us to the end of this portion of our sex in the city <laughs> to uh movie coverage Obviously, we'll be we'll be bringing you more action next week. Looking forward to it. Um, and let's just close this out with our favorite final segment. I'm horny for Sex in the City is obviously a very horny show. So we end each episode by sharing what we're currently horny for. Rose, what are you horny for right now? OK, well, this is embarrassing because I think a classic Rose Cerno move is to discover something that has been widely known for years, if not decades. Oh, that's also a Jamie Lee movie. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, cool. Um, so I have Disney Plus and I watched, I never sadly got to see it in the theaters, but I watched the filmed live Hamilton. Oh, I was just thinking about that the other day. Fuck, is it good? Oh, man. Oh, man. I mean, especially, I'm sorry, the Skylar sisters. Oh, man, their voices. And I didn't realize that the star of Girls 5 Eva was the star of Hamilton, one of the one of the uh, sisters. Incredible actress who's beautiful and somehow. Which girl? The black woman who's the oldest sister. Oh, she is. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's got this insane voice. But I I saw Girls 5 Eva first and I was like, oh, this actress is really funny and great. And then I see Hamilton. Mm. I'm like, oh, she's like an outrageous. Oh, I love that. So Hamilton was great. Mm. And then I have a second, second recommend, which. Yeah, and she's fucking 50. It's like psychotic. She's so hot. Um, another recommend, which most people have already seen before, but I watched for the first time and I am very literally horny for it. Um, did I recommend Point Break? 
No. Oh, that's why Bodhi's named Bodhi. This is so exciting. Okay, well, I watched Point Break for the first time, and it is, first of all, between young Keanu Reeves and young Patrick Swayze, like, I mean, like... I've never seen Point Break. Sit on a couple of towels, ladies, because you will need to. Oh, I can't wait. It is so... Fun, sexy, hot, thrilling. I mean, I am obsessed with this movie. So get ye to a point break watch. Love that. Jamie, what are you horny for? I am horny for it. So during this podcast, I took a quick break and I <sighs> ordered Grubhub and I ordered from a, a lobster place. Um, I don't know if it's going to be good, but I am horny for the idea of lobster <laughs> mac and cheese, which is on its way and I will be eating it when this <laughs> is over. <laughs> I love that. That sounds delicious. Um, I'm horny for Jamie. Go. This is like a meme. Goes to Maine once, and now her whole personality is Maine. Maine. Why can't I say Maine? God, I'm insane. I'm insane. Um, okay. <laughs> That's not even okay. No, it's, you guys. I went to the beach and got burned, and now I can't even like. Oh, you you're chasing that Point Break life. I'm you like, have to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, you're gonna yeah. start rubbing some bangs. It'll be great. All right, guys, this was a blast, and I love you both. And I love we'll you. See you next week. Bye. Mame. Thanks for listening to Couldn't Help a Wonder. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at chbwpod, and follow my co host, Rose Cerno, on Insta and Twitter at Rose Cerno. And please follow my co host, Jamie, at Really Jamie Lee on Instagram and at The Jamie Lee on Twitter. And please rate, review, subscribe to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app if you're nasty. It helps us, it helps you, it helps everyone. You're nasty. Bye. Bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production, executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.